Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Oh, I think it's the last show of the month of April. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad because I really hope this shitty weather is going to leave. I am ready for the Mayflowers. Are you you already? Yeah. No, I was ready for Mayflowers back in, I don't know, like November. Way back at the the beginning of April, we had snow. Isn't it crazy? Like, I think we had snow, like, uh, the first half of March, and then it started to get really nice, and then April came along, and Mother Nature's like, ah, I'm going to celebrate this holiday. April Fool's, here's some shit weather for you. No, no, not today. (laughs) Not in my atmosphere. I don't know. Uh, What are we going to talk about today? Dude, let's talk about uh, conflict in the workplace. Ooh. (laughs) I got a good one. I suppose we'll get this shit show rolling. You're listening to Eyes Forward March, a podcast geared towards building the core of the non-commissioned officers. Heat up your MRE, crack open a cold rippet, and join your platoon daddies, Sergeant Bacon and Sergeant Seaguard, as they continue to build networking skills, have some laughs, uplift morale, and talk about daily issues soldiers face. Let's begin. Oh yeah, it's a new episode. It's time uh, to do uh, a circle commercial jerk. Hi, I'm Jason. And I'm Rob. And, and we're, we're from, from Smoking and Drinking, and drinking in, in Space. Ho- Whoa, hold on. I thought this was a commercial for Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys. Who no, listen. no, no. This is the commercial for Smoking and Drinking in Space, a sci-fi podcast no, from... they don't want to listen to a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. It's old hat. We've been doing it for years. At least it's not shallow and vapid like that show with a couple guys who wish they had powers. I mean, what's up no, with that? You're shallow and vapid. I'm just going to eat my fuck out. And you're an idiot. And you can catch both of us on Smoking and Drinking in Capes and Smoking and drinking in space at creativebraincandy.com along with many other great podcasts. Oh, wow. That's impressive. I hit I hit military history accidentally in the middle of that. Uh, we'll have to inter- uh, fix that, I guess. Whatever. I don't know. Do we have to? Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm, you know what? Hey, uh, guys, you got two podcasts and, uh, you know, Sadix and Sadis, right? There's one commercial out there that we can use that uh, is... Both podcasts bickering back and forth. And there's another commercial that we can use, which is just smoking and drinking in space. But the rotation circle jerk manuscript only has one in there. So let us know what the hell we need to do to move on. And I don't know about you, Bacon. Are you ready? I'm ready. After that, I need I need to feel smart. <laughs> it's time for military history. Wow. All right. <laughs> this is actually probably about as much fun as I get in in a, in a month. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The week of April 24th through April 30th, 2022. Our first event happens on April 26th of 1944. Federal troops seized the Chicago offices of Montgomery Ward and removed its chairman, after he refused to obey President Roosevelt's order to recognize a CIO union. The seizure ended when unions won an election to represent the company's workers. 
have no idea what any of that means. Yeah, so. you you lost me because you said Montgomery Ward, and I'm like, I felt like is is that a shitty store my mom used to shop at when I was a kid? Yeah, remember she used to buy you husky jeans. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Now I go to Home Depot for that. No husky tools. See, I thought husky was a brand, but it was the fit. Really? Yeah. Apparently, I was a fat ass. Oh, no, I don't think so. Moving along. April 27th, 1791. We have a birthday. Another birthday. I need to get some birthday music backdrop for these. Yeah, there's a lot of birthdays. Everyone has a birthday. It's weird. <laughs> there's somebody out there like, some bitch, I ain't got no birthday. <laughs> Dr. Doofenshmirtz. It all started on the actual day of my birth when both of my parents failed to show up. Oh, I need to start using that in regular conversation. April 27, 1791, Samuel F.B. Morse was born, Charleston, Massachusetts. He developed the electromagnetic telegraph in the 1830s. The first telegraph line was funded by Congress, roughly $30,000. I think that was back then's money. Oh, it would have to be back then's yeah. money. I don't, I don't know what the uh, computer would make that nowadays. $30,000 back then. <laughs> We're talking millions. Yeah, probably. So apparently Morse had failed to get any other financial backing. So he's like, oh, fuck. Congress, <laughs> help me out. <laughs> so th that went on, and they created uh, Western Union, and that was founded in 1856, and the telegraph lines were quickly getting strung from coast to coast in America. Interesting. I didn't know that part. All right. This one this one might be my favorite ever. April 27, 1822. We have another birthday. This one is for my hero, my aspiration, Civil War general and the 18th US president, Ulysses S. Grant. All right. He was born Point Pleasant, Ohio. During the war, he earned the nickname Unconditional Surrender. He did not, when people wanted to surrender, and they're like, hey, we'll surrender if you do this. He's like, no, fuck it. You surrender under my terms. Right. And Grant was then given command of the Union armies. He served as president from 1869 to 1877 in an administration that was plagued with scandal. He wrote his memoirs. Has it changed? Not really. No. But... Apparently, his was like a big deal. Oh, okay. Know. He wrote his memoirs and then died in 1885, just days after he completed his memoirs. Damn. Oh, wow. Three in a row. <laughs> April 28th, 1758. Where's Marilyn Monroe when you need her? Oh, close enough. It's funny <laughs> you say that. We have a birthday for none other than James Monroe. Oh, all right, all right. He was the fifth president. He was born in Westmoreland County, Virginia, and he served two terms from 1817 to 1825 and is best known for the Monroe Doctrine. All right. April 29th, 1992, riots erupted in Los Angeles following the announcement that the jury in Simi Valley, California, had failed to commit convict the four Los Angeles police officers accused in the videotaping taped beating of an african-american man rodney king i vaguely i vaguely remember that 
Like you were old as the hills back then. Ow. No, 92? Yeah. yeah. No, I was I was yeah. still in high school in 92. You were like in 6th grade in 92. <laughs> was I? Yeah, probably. I was in 6th grade in 92. Damn it. History sucks. April 30th, 1789, George Washington became the first president of the United States of America. He was administered the oath of office on the balcony of the Federal Hall at the corner of Wall and Broad Street in New York City. Wall and Broad. You've been there? Didn't you grow up there? No, I was born in New York. And finally, April 30th, 1967, boxer Muhammad Ali was stripped of his World Heavyweight Boxing Championship after refusing to be inducted into the American military. He claimed religious exemption. Oh, wait. So he was drafted and yep. claimed religious exemption? Yep. And he was a boxer at this point. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You would think that the United States government would say, you're probably more valuable here at home beating the crap out of other dudes in the ring. And he was the world heavyweight championship champion, too. You know, it's kind of like, and I don't know if it's true. I've always heard that if you won the lottery, like if you won $300 million on the lottery, the army would be like, eh, you're probably more valuable to society with your money here. You need to get the hell out of the army. If it was somebody famous, whether it was, and I know that we've had like Elvis Presley was, uh, you know, in the war and, you know, stuff like that. But he wasn't, I don't think he was famous be uh, before he was drafted. He had like. Pat Tillman. Yeah. He was a football player that went on to uh, he quit the NFL, then he went on to be an Army Ranger. You know, Matt Damon or 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 somebody were to be like, oh, hey, uh, Uncle Sam needs you. Oh, wait. Oh, you're an actor. You're a famous actor. No, you, you, you need to stay here and influence yeah. and no. entertain. Fuck that. They can go fight for their country, too. They sure have a lot to say about it. Well, that's true. That was military. History. All right. I, I got you. I see how you are. <laughs> when you see the opportunity to press the button, you press the yeah. button. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess let's go ahead and get to topic. Have you have you ever been in a work environment where you want to just punch somebody right square in the nose? Uh, well, yep. Sure have. At my job, that actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, we had a couple of guys... And I'm not sure what the, uh, I can only speculate as to what the, uh, the underlying issue that got him to that point is, but here the other morning I roll up to the, to the shop and the boss and one of the guys is out in the parking lot yelling at each other. And I come in and we're wait, waiting for the morning meeting. And, uh, the one guy that was yelling at the boss, he come in and he's like, if you ever put your hands on me again, that's the end of it. That's the end of you. And all this stuff. And like, wow. Okay. So like. At some point, somebody show me on the doll where he touched you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, come to find out that the one guy uh, punched the other guy right in the nose. Oh shit! That's a horrible it, punch, too. Well, right. I mean, anytime you get punched in the nose, your eyes start to water. Yeah, so it looks like you're crying. <laughs> yeah, it does. You might want to. I don't know, but uh, I, yeah, I've been, I've been punched in the nose. It sucks. It took two uh, two guys to pull the one guy off, <laughs> the guy that punched him. 
It was uh, quite the quite the mess. I don't think. I mean, I've I've said on uh, this podcast before that I uh, have tried to uh, be sincere and ask questions and learn about uh, somebody's family, and apparently they assumed that I already knew all the answers and I was making fun of them or something like that. And I've got uh, slapped across the face like a little bitch. I wanted to go off the wall, but I couldn't because I knew that that was not the right thing to do. Uh, but I've never been like punched. Here's here's a weird thing. So I was getting ready to leave work the other day. And uh, right as I was getting ready to leave, I had a soldier call me. They're like, hey, are you at the armory? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what's up? They're like, oh, I need to print my W-2. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, how long? They're like five minutes. I'm like, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting around, and uh, a new recruit, uh, a young gal, uh, comes up waiting for the recruiter. Recruiter's not there yet. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm sure he's on his way here. I'll just let you into the recruiter's office. And um, she brought her little brother, um, which I, I don't know either of these two people, um, but I want to call this little boy many 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 names but we're not going to stoop to that level because i don't have children so it's surprising to me because even when i was a child i don't believe that i ever thought that it was okay to walk up to a complete stranger and treat them like they're my uncle or something but i'm just kind of sitting by the door waiting for the soldier to come so we could get online and print their w-2 and this kid sneaks up behind me and like jumps on me and his his hand like actually hit me in my lower back and he when he did that he screamed and i i was so close just reaction to turn around and just throw a punch yeah yeah i i, I don't know how old he is maybe 10 but how, it's like you want to tell this kid like you don't do that shit you yeah, don't you should. walk up to somebody and scare them especially if they don't know who you are. Well, a veteran at that point, too. I told the boss, I'm like, he's lucky it was that guy. Because if it was me, you'd still be picking up pieces of him. <laughs> like, he's like, e yeah. He goes, you're kind of a scary dude when you get mad. Right. So, uh, but I guess where I wanted to go with this is like, in our job, right, we, we try to maintain professionalism. And we want to kind of be able to work with anybody anywhere at any time, right? Like you look at how we met and then we get to this final stage of our class in this DEPEX and we've got, we've nominated the, the King douchebag as <laughs> the XO. And did we nominate him or did he volunteer? I think he volunteered and nobody else said we want to do this. So yeah, we I knew better too. When we were picking spots, I knew that that was the spot I should have went for or, or argued for, but I, I, I took the easy route and went to the section that I, I was super comfortable with. I could do it with my eyes closed. Right. Well, but the thing was, that guy was so confrontational from day one. Mm -hmm. He was always looking to nitpick and needle and just cause problems with people for his personal gain. Yeah. There's a point where... I know I wanted to just like lift him up by the throat, tip him upside down and put him in a garbage can. Yeah. Knock the change out of his pockets. Yep. Right. Yeah. Just give him a good shakedown for the milk money. <laughs> you know? Milk ain't cheap, bitch. Hey, for rippets. Rippets ain't cheap. But I didn't. And it's like, okay, I'm going to bite my tongue. I've got 
six more days with this loser and I'm done. I'll never see him again. Right. How much did you want to just like scream, like go full male Karen on patient zero? No, like twice a day, every day. Yeah. But you, you just don't, you're just, you just walk away. You stay your distance because I'm just here for a short period of time. And then I'm going to check the box and I'm going to go home. But when you are at work, whether you're in the military or whether you're in the civilian world, would you do this shit if you were working at Wells Fargo or some other large corporation? No, you wouldn't do this shit. Right. But same thing with getting along with people. You need to learn or know how to get along with people. And people push your freaking buttons. I know I have called you several (laughs) times over the past two years to say, dude, I need you to calm me down. Yeah. And I do a pretty good job calming you down. You do an amazing job. At the same time, right? Like you see these people every day. And like you said, you learn how to push buttons and people will push until they they get the reaction. And most of the time they back off after that. But a lot of people will just continue to, to push. And that's where males is especially, they get frustrated and our default emotion is anger, right? For males. Sure. And so once you've pushed me so far, so we default to anger, which is why most of the bar fights you ever see are men, right? Because we... I, You know what? Back in the day, yes, it was men. And I haven't been to a bar for a long time, but before I stopped going to the bars, you started to see the women step up. They started to compete. They will compete. I, I, don't, I just don't want to sit there and say that it's mostly men because I, I think it's women too because women it is and you're also fueled by alcohol right well at work we're hopefully we're not fueled by alcohol no no not at work no where women in that situation are different is like you said they'll go lock themselves in the office and cry their default is sadness right let's just say that the default emotion is sadness and like i told the guy that hit the other guy i'm like look what do, what do women do when they get frustrated with each other, right? They go cry it out and they go get a tub of ice cream and they sit there and they eat ice cream and they have a good time. <laughs> I said, I said, today would have been a good day for ice cream. She Jesus. goes, yeah, yeah. We'd have both felt a little bit better about the situation. <laughs> well, yeah. You would have fucking argued over the, uh, over the choice flavor. Ice cream. Yeah. The flavor. Yeah. But I guess what I'm getting at is some days, right. I've had plenty of loud voice contests at work and, Sure, there are times where I'm feeling froggy, but I'll tell people too, like, hey, if you're feeling froggy, at the same time, like you said, that's my livelihood. You know, that's how I make my living. I'm not going to jeopardize my career, my lifestyle, because some guy's being an asshole. You're at work, you wake up in the morning, you drive to work, you're dealing with outrageous gas prices, you know, and you you didn't get to have your oatmeal or your banana pudding or whatever it is. Maybe... You're in the line, you know, like to get a coffee in the morning. Who the fuck eats banana pudding for breakfast? Just let me talk. Uh, You know, anyway, there's all these things that happen in life that just build up and create stress and pressures and stuff like that. And then you're at work and you're having a bad day. And I've had people come in, and and I have a lot of people, uh, a lot of soldiers that, that like to push my buttons. And sometimes I found the best way for me is just to say, hey, I want to smoke with you. I want to joke with you, but I'm just having a horrible day and give me some space. Leave me alone. Don't, don't try to push my buttons because I'm not in the mood to push yours. 
you know, and they're like nine times out of 10, they're like, Oh yeah, cool. I got it. And they just let me be. Cause I used to be the guy that was like, now is not the effing time. Da, 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 you know? And I'm like, I don't want to be that person. I just want to come into work and be like, Hey, I'm in a good mood. Let's uh, shoot the shit, you know? And so on and so forth. And then I might be having an extra snack pack in the fridge for you. Right. Yeah. I've got brought some extra banana pudding. Somebody get the kid a happy meal. <laughs> So, uh, that's worked for me for the most part. However, every once in a blue moon, I run across somebody who just, I just don't jive with, and it's just never going to happen. You know, no matter how much I try to be nice, uh, I'm just always going to lose because we're just not compatible. So when that happens, I just try to like keep my distance, keep my space, try not to interact with those people. You only have to deal with those people. What one weekend a month? Ideally, right? But the problem is with modern technology, you're getting a phone call in between drills because your soldier messed up. Yeah. No, it's not mine. He's an adult. He makes his own decisions, you know? I mean, are you, are you talking about a soldier that's on my team? Because, I mean, then I can kind of understand, but, like, I don't own that soldier. Even if he's on your team right? You still don't own him. You don't own his actions. No, you don't. He's going to make the those decisions regardless. Yeah. You can mentor him. You can counsel him. You can do all these things to set him up for success. But one day he goes and he yells at some kid for driving his bike across his lawn. And now he's, now he's in trouble. You know, I, I mean, yeah, you're, that's a good point too. Like some people you can mentor them and they're still going to make a lot of mistakes because I think some people, especially when you're talking about the younger generation, some of them have are very smart, very wise. You know, they, they, they just know what's going on. They do their research and others, they have a phone attached to their hand surgically, I assume, and they still don't know how to use Google to, to get the answers to common questions because they're typically, they're looking to get into trouble another way. Yeah. Like off the internet. On social media, right? Because you can still, you can troll me all you want, right? You're going to get away with it until you don't. Yeah. You know, but I'm, I guess maybe coming full circle back is, you know, what are some of your strategies when you want to, you got to have people on weekends that come in and they ask you the stupidest shit and you're like, you give them the eye roll. That's throughout the month. It's like soldiers won't contact you or communicate with you during drill, drill weekend when you're there for them. They will wait until the Monday or Tuesday after drill to text you. Unfortunate. Figure it out. You know, like talk to your boss and be like, hey, boss, you know, I'm a dumbass, right? Um, I forgot to do something to drill. I need to take off a half hour early so I can go get my W-2 so I can get my taxes. <laughs> it's called my pay, not their pay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know. But yeah, there's all sorts of dumb questions. There's all, and here's here's the reality is that and and I've bent over backwards for some soldiers because they just don't put forth any effort. They, it's almost kind of like life is a big trick or treat, and all I have to do is walk around with my hand out, and eventually somebody will just give me something. But I mean, if you can't even figure out how to Google shit, then I'm not really worried about you throwing a punch at me. Yeah, true. I mean, I'm still going to win. So, <laughs> you know, because at that point, then I'm, I, I honestly, if you can't like figure out how to do research, how to 
ask the appropriate questions. If you can't figure these things out, then in my mind, you're not an alpha. There's no reason for me to think, oh, I could see him flying off the handle and throwing a punch. No, you're, you're an idiot. And the worst you're going to do is give me an open hand slap. And that's not the package you're going to get returned. No. I mean, we saw how that worked for uh, Chris Rock and Will Smith. Oh, uh, so do you know why Will Smith open-handed, open-hand slapped Chris Rock? Probably because he's a bitch. No, because paper always beats rock. Uh, the stresses in your personal life that carry over to guard, because we all know, we've all been there, that guard can be a nuisance. Guard can be that thing that, like, I just don't need this in my life right now. What we don't think is that what I really need is guard weekend so I can take two or three days away from this bullshit to do this job so I can process in my head how to correctly go back to that. And chances are when it's like spousal shit and, and girlfriend, boyfriend bullshit, chances are the correct answer is probably just to figure out how to walk away from it. I don't know every situation. Some may be able to salvage it, but if it's that fucking bad, one if not both yeah. parties are guilty. No, there's never like a victimless crime, you know? Right. So that's what I say. When people call up and they're like, hey, man, I don't know, man, freaking it's it's just really bad. Work is horrible. It's busy. Well, yeah, I get it. You know, we're all busy. Uh, you know, the, the common thing that we do in today's world is more with less. Oh, I'm having yeah. my, my wife is doing stupid stuff or my husband's doing stupid stuff. Okay, hold on. Have the conversation. See, hey, like, look, pause. I'm going to go here and I'm going to play IG Joe. And then when we come back, that's that's going to you think about what's going on. I'm going to think about what's going on in two or two and a half or three days. We're going to come back and we're going to sit down like adults and we're going to just talk it out. You don't come to guard and you stay at home where all the fucking problems are. You think in that two, two and a half, three days because you missed guard, everything's going to be fixed. Everything's going to be better. Right. You go back to you, you go sit at home, you know, because that's where your problems stem from. Yeah. Why not just stay at work? Yeah, I understand that some things, like for me, I'm the opposite. Like, I'm just so stressed out for work that I bring it home. Right. I'm not stressed out about home. I don't. I never bring home to work because home life is great. But I go to work and it's stressed, and I, and I can't just leave it at the door sometimes. I come home, and sometimes my wife has to be like, hey, dumbass, if you're going to bring work home, I'm out of here. I'm going to work. Yeah. You know, and, and that's a reality check for me. Like, holy crap. Yeah, okay. You're right. Well, right. She's 100% like that, though. She's an awesome woman. Yeah, I don't know why the hell she's with me, because she probably deserves much better. Well, whatever. Maybe it's... I Apparently, I was a Kuwaiti 10. <laughs> You're Title 1010? 10, 10? <laughs> I was a Title 1010. 10. Yeah. I had a person that I worked with that just... Yeah. Didn't have the same values and beliefs and ethics that I have. And it was a big contradiction. It was either attack it full force, which would have just created much more stress and made things worse. Or it's I back off and just understand that nobody's in the position that they're in forever. And that's I told many soldiers that had issues or conflicts with with this person. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. People move on and do other things. And as soon, and it, it was amazing to me because uh, as soon as uh, my issue uh, moved on, it was like um, it was like a dark cloud lifted and morale like skyrocketed. Yeah, no, that's that's a big deal. 
sometimes negative people in your life bring bring you down the rest of the way and you got to fight your way out. Not always the right answer. Yeah, but at work, it's probably not a great idea to fight it out with fists. We're, we're, we're all learning. <laughs> yeah. No. It's better. I, I'd rather, I mean, I could justify if somebody got hit with one of the wrenches I throw or something like that. But. Well, yeah, but if you throw wrenches on a daily basis and, and, and people learn what typical direction you throw wrench and, and you create this pattern, right? So everybody in the office knows, okay, it's 945. There's about a 10 millimeter about to fly south by Southwest. Stay North. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you've seen me. I'm not, I'm not jacked, right? By any means. I'm not huge. (laughs) That's what she said. Yeah. That's not what she got though. (laughs) (laughs) But I heard a new acronym the other day at, at uh, drill. Uh, They're talking about future robotics. So they, uh, yeah, but I mean, they kept using the, uh, the acronym FUROB. Yeah. No, uh, so I actually heard FUROB also, but I didn't see any type of, like, documentation or anything that explained what Future Robotics is. Yeah, it's Future Robotics. I don't understand. I was looking through the op order and everything, trying to figure it out, but it just kept referencing FUROB. Well, what do you say? Shall we get the hell on out of here? And uh... Yeah, until next time, keep your fists clenched. No, until next time. Paper always beats rock. Looks like that's another mission completed. A 30-mile check ride in the bag. Hit us up, podcastefm at gmail.com. Or follow Podcast EFM on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Sergeant Bacon. And I'm Sergeant Seagar. As always, eyes forward. March. Time for some legal shit. <laughs> Tax title license not included. Please wait while your transaction is processing. We're like two squirrels on meth, all right? Like, it's just not not going to work, like, to say on <laughs> a topic. Stop to Taco John's, got you a breakfast burrito. Who doesn't like bacon, egg, and cheese wrapped in a flour tortilla with a little bit of hot sauce that will make your colon explode?